0: Oh hey, didn't see you there. Mainly because you're in front of a computer screen or in a completely different location than me. But uh, Riggs has asked me to record the introduction for today's episode, which is going to be about Godsmack. But knowing me and Riggs, let's be honest, how much of Godsmack are we going to be talking about Uh, this being our last episode? So instead, I wanted to take us down a bit of a trip yeah, trip down memory lane. Yeah. And, you know, just bring together some of the most iconic moments of that Death Trip across its, well, 100 episodes by the end of this one. I mean, who could forget the dulcet tones of Riggs with this classic song? Uh, yeah, mate, can't do that. It's... Are you kidding? No, not kidding. Can't do that, mate. we have got to pay i got to pay a copyright fee for that? Uh, yeah, probably, mate. Can't okay, do it. No, I'll, I'll, Okay, I'll try again. Three, two, one. Who could forget that fantastic haunting song that rigs us with what? Can't do it, mate, again. Nah, can't do it. You're kidding. No, I'm not kidding, mate. Can't do it. Can't. Oh, did we avoid that cease and desist? I don't know. I don't care, but we can't do it, mate. Can't Oof. do it. Okay. There's another one, right? There's meant to be a whole folder's worth. Oh, yeah. Probably eh, A, okay, but cool. we can't do that one, mate, yeah. okay? Three, two, one. By all means, Riggs always brings a lot of energy to his songs and to his little skits that you know I've come to very much enjoy, despite the fact that it costs thirty-five thousand dollars or pounds to leave as appropriate each time he does it. But one of my personal favourites, who could forget, it, mate? Nah, no, no, I can't do it, mate. Why not this time? No, I just can't do it, mate. Can't do it. Read the script. Read it. Read it. It says fucking what? Yeah, exactly, mate. Can't do it. Can't do it. We and can... Riggs knew that. Uh, I, don't know, Doctor Dr. Drums or Riggs. Eh? Really? Yeah, uh, really. Really? Yeah, don't be condescending, mate. Just pick another. All right, one. we'll try this one more time. Right. Three, two. Time is money. One. So on today's Bat Death Trip. While we also want to celebrate the works of Godsmack, we also want to celebrate the fantastic achievements of Riggs as he embarks once again, I believe, into an odyssey of musical discovery, one that he took us on a couple of times, including this... What now? Quit it, mate. Can't do that, mate. Can't do it? No. What? Well, you know, it's the way it's worded. Can't do it. But how do you get a toothbrush in there that no point did he mention? No, I didn't have to mention it mate, it's allegory yeah, and I'm metaphor. Yeah, f- I'm familiar with metaphor oh. and allegory. Oh, yeah. I went to journalism school, oh, goddammit. look damn it. at you, hark at you, what a clever guy. So, there's nothing we can use? Well, it doesn't look that way and I, I don't really care Are anyway you, mate. And you're definitely, there's nothing. Well, nothing know, whatsoever. Hey mate, I'm here to listen passively, oh, well. that's all I'm doing. Sorry Riggs. Uh, I'll post a question to you then. How the hell do we start this Godsmack episode then?
1: great question i've recently invented a baccio death trip cocktail and i thought at, on the final episode it's a really it's a good spot to drink it you know so what i've done psycho not is i've bought slipknot's
0: whiskey you can see that number nine. Oh lord it's just it's it's a small batch very rare was it quite hard to get then
1: i did have to import it yes i
0: did Oh wow. Import it from the shop to your house, right?
1: I think it actually came from Hong through Hong Kong, so I don't know where it actually came from. But yeah, oh, okay. I've got a little bit of that whiskey in a cup with ice here. And I thought, well, why not mix it in with some pre workout and and have that to kick off oh, this you <laughs> fucking
0: <laughs> what? Okay, the last episode is probably going to happen for a reason. One of us is going to get taken into the hospital. So you
1: just sprinkle it in there. You can. uh, No, no. (laughs)
0: What are you doing? (laughs) And, uh. Ooh, spill a bit. Cheers. No, no, wait, 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 wait. Pause. Hold on, mate. Oh, my God. What are you doing? And you're sculling whiskey with fucking pre-mix in it. Uh, How is that not the maltiest thing you've put in your mouth?
1: No, no, I should have mixed that up.
0: I actually regret that. It's very gritty, but... Um... Bottoms up. Okay, well, <sighs> I'm, I'm going to join you then. I have this big flask of water because I'm quite dehydrated. Oh, that did not feel good. Bottoms up. Bottoms
1: up. Uh, for listeners, if you want to do the authentic Baccio Death Trip cocktail, it's Slipknot Iowa Whiskey mixed with Musashi, pre-workout, Ugh, tropical punch flavor, 25 serves, 250 milligrams of caffeine, always good to do at 8 p.m. at night before a day of work.
0: Are you jumping on the uh, advertorial buzz before the last episode? Well, i want people to do the official
1: Baccio Death Trip cocktail. You know, any whiskey and any pre-workout mixed together will do, but... Yeah, if you want Have the. Have orig- you got a
0: NordVPN VPN advert lined up for us as well this last episode?
1: No, I'm more of a surfshark kind of guy. Like that guy in the UK that built a tunnel under his house. Anyway. We're here, yeah. Psychonaut. Episode hundred. All the haters said we shouldn't do it and we didn't listen. We've done hundred episodes. How do you feel?
0: Uh surprised that we've achieved it. It's gonna be a little odd not talking to you on Zoom and recording a podcast, but not too odd because it's not like we're not going to see each other again. Because we just basically talk random shit on WhatsApp anyway. So it's just this is an extension of our WhatsApp conversations. Cleaned up and sanitized a little bit for the listening audience, you know.
1: Less skits on the podcast, more skits in the WhatsApp chat. I mean, the
0: WhatsApp chat is just wall-to-wall skits. That's it. <laughs> Maybe we should start a WhatsApp group for people to join in just to see. It'll be boring, like... Yo, Riggs, I had a cheese and onion sandwich today and the, the cheese was slightly plasticky. That's the kind of cutting-edge SEO headlined insights you'll probably get from that WhatsApp group.
1: Man, legitimately though, I don't know what I'm going to listen to after this podcast because I don't know what I like anymore. Like, I got no idea. Most... Most of the last two years has been like, all right, got to listen to this album, got to listen to some Stained, got to go listen to interviews with like Sully or whoever. And now I'm free. And I'm like, what do I listen to? And I I don't know what I like anymore. I'm so analytical now when I listen. Like I went and saw My Chemical Romance the other week and I was like, just analyzing their set. I'm like, I don't think they have much time for pre-production. I don't think their heart's really in it. The set list seems jumbled. I'm like, why can't I just turn off and enjoy this? And I blame this podcast.
0: Okay, well, I'm glad I've ruined music for you. <laughs> no, it was me. It was me. It's all on me. No, oh, no, well, it takes two to tango, doesn't it? Or, you know, two to start a wall of death for our metal listeners out there, if that's a bit more apt. Yeah, I... Uh, I, Looking back at 100 episodes before we go into Godsmack, it's been surprising what we've agreed on more than what we've disagreed on. But I also think that the, the disagreements that we have... I have I've been fantastic. You know, I will never hear the end of Dead Sea. Nope. <laughs> for example, ever hear the end of Dead Sea. And, uh, you know, from my, from my standpoint, I really still don't give a fuck about floor. I'm sorry. I just, you know, it just sounds like a guy that suddenly realized he's got some lyrics to sing. It's like, Da-da. Oh, actually, mate, you've got another verse there. Oh, and it, it's just, it doesn't appeal to me, but, um, I'm, um we, I think it's fair to say that we we definitely represented a number of female artists as well, be it Garbage, Opeth, so, Guano Apes, Kitty. Um, and uh, my takeaway is that those female bands, for a lot of the time, were a damn sight fucking better than some of the uh, some of the bigger male orientated bands that not only have we covered, but that seem to get a lot more attention. It's be it's been eye opening but it's also kind of made me feel resolute in the fact that saint anger is not a good fucking album <laughs> whatsoever and they won't be able to take that away from me godsmack <laughs> what did you reckon before we start going into all the uh, final episode monkey shines uh what do you think i reckon Um, I think that you maybe enjoyed it, but if you were like me, you kind of found the guitar chug a little bit too much towards the end of it.
1: No, I fucking hated the band. I hated this shit. I hated everything (laughs) about it. It's absolute dog shit. And I'll get into a bit more like why I'll go, I'll go big brain on it. But right now I hate it. And I probably hate it because I watched that documentary Smack That. I think it's Smack That or Smack This on YouTube. And... Do not watch it. It is the most no. heinous fucking bullshit jockey behavior. It's harassment on every level. Like, it, it goes for so long. It's just like, it starts with them, like, backstage headbutting walls, and, and people want smack uh, tattoos on their, their uh, breasts. Call them gobsmack
0: from here on in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: gobsmacked on them. I'm gobsmacked on Godsmack because there are people literally lining up at a meet and greet. Like, these women wanting them to sign their breasts. Like, Godsmack. The amount of breast signing was insane. It was through the roof. Like, I can't imagine how many of these women went on to become, like, high-powered attorneys just going, oh, fuck, there is video footage of me on YouTube getting my breast signed by the bassist from Godsmack. Like, I legitimately feel like Tommy Lee Jones at the end of, like, No Country for Old Men, where I hate it. I hate their behavior. They won't even let their roadie sleep. They're just, like resting him in, in in their underwear and shit. And if someone said, "Hey, what is it with Godsmack and their popularity?" I would quote Tommy Lee and say, "Look, I don't want to push my chips forward and go out and meet something I don't understand. You can say it's my job to fight it, but I don't know what it it is anymore. More than that, I don't want to know. A man would have to put his soul at hazard. He would have to say, "Okay, I'll be part of this world, and I'm not willing to do this as much of a soon to be Pulitzer prize winning journalist I am, I'm not going to go that deep into godsmack to understand their appeal They were dog shit a dog shit band <laughs> that could be fucking good sorry they could be good because sully is an amazing drummer he drummed on the first two albums like so originally this album was released uh, as like all wound up and while i'm talking while i'm wound up look up the cover for all wound up it is worse than that creed fucking weathered album cover that still cracks me up sully was the drummer because their drummer dropped out, whatever. He quit the band. Probably the smartest career choice he's ever made. And then they got signed two years later and the label's like, why don't you just like re-release that? And they were like, okay. Now imagine this, a band that sounded like Godsmack, right? At that time, but the front man is also the drummer. It's like a three-piece band. Wouldn't that like, you know, like think of him as like hard rock Genesis or something like that wouldn't that be a better angle or more interesting band than th- what they currently are? I think they're a really good lesson on like Focus on your strengths and realize what you have. You know, a three piece rock grunge band with a singer drums would have been huge or a band similar to and a new notice by the trail of dead with two drummers where one sings, how much better would that have been than just a fucking another grunge band pretending they didn't know who Alison Chains were, even though they're named after an Alison Chains song.
0: Yeah. I, the, the album cover put me off, Riggs.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's dog shit.
0: It just the album cover just absolutely screamed to me. Eye candy, manic hyper pixie girl syndrome. I don't, why of all the images? Could they? Why have they gone with that? I know a girl that was so into this band that around her belly button, she got the Godsmack son. Where is that girl now? Fucking hell. I uh, know, right? I didn't understand why, and it seemed like it was there were more females that were into Godsmack than males, in, in my community, like, like we didn't care. We looked at the cover and immediately thought, oh, yeah, no, uh, Godsmack, cool." You know what that cover makes me want to do though? Listen to uh, Spine Shanks, "The Height of Callousness." Yes, yes, yes. Same color scheme, you know. Like if I if I want to listen to something which is being promoted to me predominantly with the color orange rigs i'm going to fucking go to wisconsin death trip why mess about maybe that's my synthesia that's kicking in i don't know i can't explain it i haven't got the money to go to a therapist yet but i when this band first came out there was some kind of i don't know if it was like a carefully orchestrated promotional ploy by the A&R team Whether it was just one or two journalists that do that thing where they see a press release and they just read it verbatim without even going into it. I I know having run a record label that that happens quite a few times. I've even said a band sounded like one band just to get a rise to see if anyone calls them that band and they did. So there was this whole kind of thing of oh they're really evil and like you know. Sully Erna is like a modern-day David Koresh, like, maybe not a Charles Manson type, I don't know, maybe Sully's not a fan of the Beatles or the Beach Boys, but there was this whole kind of buzz about about them being kind of like a little bit deviant, a little bit evil, you know, steeped in Wiccan kind of culture, and you don't need that shit, man. If I wanted, some, if I wanted to deal with, like, issues of Wiccan culture, there's a movie for it, it's called The Craft. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. Light
1: as a feather, stiff as a board.
0: I don't need Godsmack to introduce me to kind of, and maybe that's the thing. Maybe that's why it was, you know, females did gravitate towards it because it it was more steeped in that kind of, uh, I want to say, kind of like the Salem witch trials. That kind of that Wiccan kind of culture which I don't think they exuded too much, but I think they did allude to, and maybe that's why there was this mystic shaman kind of thing. But, like, once you've seen Jim Morrison from The Doors do it, everyone else seems contrived. The only person I've seen close to doing it is Daniel Radcliffe as Weird Al in the Weird Al movie, doing his best Jim Morrison impression. Anyone else can just fuck off.
1: Yeah, I cannot ever imagine being at a point in my life where I had a hole. That could be filled by Godsmack. That blows my absolute mind. That people would like they're still popular. Like they they've just got announced at a festival, like a three day festival, and on like the poster, it's Tool, them, and Limp Bizkit in huge font. Everyone else really small. Godsmack, like they're still releasing stuff. It. I realize I'm on the outer here. Obviously, a lot of the population fucking loves them, but they are not good. And when you talk about like they allude to Wiccan culture or whatever. I did not pick up on that at all because every fucking song was just like, go away, get up out of here, stay away, keep away from me. Like, and that was basically 12 songs that I sang on this album. They are all called keep away or get away.
0: I think the uh, the Wiccan buzz was with the following album, you know, the uh, what, what many refer to as that difficult second album. Which couldn't have been that difficult in your mind, Riggs, because you think the first album wasn't too much of an effort. Is that correct?
1: Look, I think they recorded it, you know, when they're an up upcoming band and then they re-released it. So I think it's okay for that. Like, And for Sully to step up on the drums, I think he's actually done a really great job. And I, I wish they sort of, sorry, if they did push that in the press release or whatever, it didn't land in my eyes or my ears because if I had known hey Godsmack that's the band where the singer drums like I would have been pretty interested in in it like just to prove it I've got a little grab of like him doing a drums battle I guess with their current drummer Shannon Larkin you can hear it fucking works like it sounds really really good and if they went this road instead of just singing songs about hey get away from me it would have been fucking sick That was Sully doing that drum fill. Wow. Like, he's actually really good. That was Shannon Larkin. Like, how much better would that have been in 1998? Two drummers, a bassist and a guitarist doing grunge, and the singer can actually sing yes, a James Hetfield-esque style, but that would have been way more interesting than what they went with.
0: So basically... Your idea to solve Godsmack is for them to adopt the Phil Collins Genesis route where it's a drummer that is singing in a new metal slash hard rock band uh, because that would be the point of difference.
1: I think if you just look at, okay, like we always talk about with the Linkin Park episode, you realize what are your strengths? It's like, we've got a drummer who can drum and sing. Great. Let's just get him singing. Oh, like every other band, exactly. Like every other rock band, like every other grunge band. But more for me, they're selling out stadiums. I'm drinking fucking Slipknot Whiskey and pre-workout at 8.30 at night. So, I mean, they're right in the long term, but I just think artistically, fuck, that would have been so much more interesting. And pioneering almost, you know?
0: Yeah, no, I can I can completely appreciate that. There's an awful lot of discussion about the drums, though, man. An awful lot. Um, This being our last episode... I know it's a big ask, but I don't suppose Dr. Drums made some time for us today, did he?
1: I fucking have been leaving messages all the time for him, and he hasn't gone back. Let let me just give give him one more buzz. Hold up. (laughs) I'm calling Dr. Drums, but I don't have his mobile number, but I do have... His landline, and I hope that he is home so I can ask him if he has any opinions about God's
0: Mack or the drumming.
1: I hope that he does. Well, please answer the phone.
0: Hello, Libby Parsons, Ashley Judd's character from
1: Double Jeopardy speaking. Yo, it's Big Riggs from Bacho Death Trip. Is your partner around? Which one? Dr. Drums, if that's right. Oh, yeah. I'm glad you called. He's been really sad lately. What's wrong? No idea. He won't tell me. Rough. Anyway, I'll go get him for you. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah, hello, Dr. Drum speaking. Hey mate, it's Big Riggs from Baccio Death Trip. How you doing? You're you're good over there? Yeah, I'm alright, man. Hey how you doing? Good. All good here, man. Doing an episode on Godsmack. Do you have do you, have, do you know that band? Uh yeah, I don't really fuck with um Godsmack, but nah, no one should. Didn't Sully play a bunch of drums on that album? That's kinda Kind of something, I guess. Yeah, I mean it's probably the coolest thing about yeah. it. Yeah. You got anything else though? Like anything? Uh I mean I wish I had more more for you, but I, d- I just don't really mess with Godsmack the kind of shit. I mean it kinda yeah. sucks that Shannon Larkin's in the band now. Like a bit of a waste yeah. of talent, but uh, you gotta make a money gotta make your money or whatever it's called, yeah. Yeah. You're doing alright, mate. <laughs> you sent a bit down. Uh, uh yeah, I mean, if I'm honest. Yeah, you haven't caught me on a good day. Uh, is everything all right with Libby and Mr. Muse? No, no, we're all still good. I mean, it's kind of annoying that Mr. Muse will only make love to that fucking track from that Muse album, Drones. You know, the one no one ever heard. It's called The Globalist. It's a rough song, but I don't know. He likes to fuck to it, so yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Oh, my God. Um, but no, it's not that. It's um, We're All Good. It's just someone sent me this song. Uh, it's called, like, Dr. Worm by... They might be giants have you heard it? Yeah, I only heard it the other day. It's fucking note for note. Yeah, like a rip off of my theme for for this podcast, you know? Listen. You hear that? Same tempo, same everything. Like it's it's yeah, shit. What the fuck? They just ripped me off blatantly. That's rough, man. And yeah, they're about worms, they're singing about drums, you know? It sucks. Yeah. yeah. I'm just I oh, know. Sorry to hear that, man. It sucks. I feel cheated. You know, I feel like they've just taken my heart and soul and pissed all over it just for like a cheap gag or whatever. So, man, you should sue them. You'd have a case, eh? Yeah, like take them to the Supreme Court. They've fucking just blatantly stolen it. Do you reckon I'd be in with a chance? Yeah, fuck yeah, man. Like you just yeah? get up there and to the judge, like this is my song. Everyone loves it, and this is they might be giants. Yeah, fuck. All right, then. Case closed. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. I will. I, I will. I'm gonna sue. They might be giants. In the criminal justice system, the people are represented by (laughs) two separate (laughs) yet equally important groups: the police
0: who investigate crime, and the district attorneys who prosecute the offenders. These are their stories.
1: Court is now in session.
0: Please all rise for the Honorable
1: Judge Mint Night soundtrack. Thank you. Thank you. Please be seated prosecution, take the day off because I don't even need to hear from you. It is clear after a simple Google that Dr. Worm by They Might Be Giants was released in 1998. I mean, it was huge when it was released. Triple J played it all the time. I mean, budget Detrip trip didn't even start until 2020. I mean, there is absolutely no case here. And no disrespect to you, Dr. Drums, I know The service and dedication you've put into doing your seven-year doctorate in drums and for the drumming community and the anti-splash committees that you run. Look, I'm not taking away from those, but here you have wasted the court's time. Your Honourable Judge Midnight soundtrack, if I may just have a moment of the court's time just to plead my case. I mean, we, we booked out two weeks for this trial and it's pretty much done. So yeah, you have the floor. What, what's that? Oh, it's just a little keyboard. I just want to play it while I talk. Is that all right? Absolutely. I've actually been encouraging defendants to bring their own pianos in, but uh, no one's yet to take me up on it. But uh, yeah, the floor is yours, Dr. Drums. <sighs> Your Honour, people of the court, ever since I was a young high schooler and I wanted to play head up on the drums... I've been in love with the art. I've been in love with the performance side. I've been in love with the physicality of it. I remember my drum teacher in my second or third lesson saying I wasn't practicing enough and I kicked the drum kid over and told him to get fucked. And then a year later, I saw him on a bus and told him I had mastered tools sober, including the solo. Uh, An out-and-out lie. But, you know, uh, that shows the dedication and the passion I have for the drums. And... High school was rough for me. Everybody kept talking about Zoolander and Anchorman and Major Pain, and I just didn't get it. All I had was drums. And the only other kids that liked drums liked this dog shit ass band called Blink 182. And that drummer, I can't remember his name, but he just is flashy and overplays everything and he speeds up all the songs and it's a waste of all the good guitar riffs and he hits the ride bell too much and everyone thinks he's fucking great and it just... Only I could hear how dog shit he was and just now people are coming around to it and it's been a a hard run and all I've got besides my beloved Libby Parsons and Mr. Muse and my incredible drum knowledge and drum skills all I've got is my infrequent at best segment on the Butch O' Death Trip podcast and to have it taken away so cruelly, many, many, many years before I'd even featured on the podcast, it's just, it's heartbreaking and it's reliving all of those high school years again and again. Please, Judge, I'm, I'm begging you. Please don't be the legal equivalent of Travis Barker. (laughs) Let love rule over law and order. Let someone who can play a 4-4 beat without doing a roll every four milliseconds walk out on top. Let the little guy win for once. Let me have my tongue sucked at the side of a basketball game. I'm begging you. Please let me keep my theme song and give me lots of money. Please. Thank you. Beautiful words. Dr. Drums, whoever advised you against representing yourself in court has been proven an absolute fool. And I do agree. Travis Barker is in fact overhyped, too flashy. And I don't want to inflict that trauma any further. The buck stops with me. So I hereby Sentence. they might be giants to pay $35 million to Dr. Drums by the end of the week. <laughs> Woo! They call me Dr. Drums, and I just won $35 million, yes, I fucking did. And I'm going to buy all the splash symbol companies and burn every splash symbol in a huge fucking fire. Fuck yeah, this rules. Thank you for listening to Dr. Drums.
0: Like, I'm happy for him, Riggs. I really am. But I do think one of us should keep an eye on that fire. You know he's got a tendency (laughs) to... He's got a tendency to get a little bit crazy with that. Um, I'm happy. I'm honestly happy that Dr. Drums is, you know. But will money make him happy? Maybe that's something that our listeners will find out in due course.
1: I think burning all the splash symbols in the world, he'll be pretty stoked. What, is
0: he going to smelt them into something? Imagine if he smelted it into the biggest splash symbol in the world. Well, that'd just be a ride. Oh, yeah fair enough that's why you know that's why i'm not a drummer that's definitely why i'm not a drummer <laughs> um i'm gonna put this statement out and i want to see if you agree with me okay mm-hmm. the only reason god smack are popular is because they did a song for the rocks big feature film
1: what was the movie the scorpion king oh yeah yeah yeah.
0: no wait, when was that released i think they're already popular yeah but like not totally they're what I call a WWE band dude you know they're the kind of I would hear them mainly through watching WWE content but I wouldn't actively go out of my way to watch them they wouldn't be they wouldn't be on rotation on music television too much like you know maybe like a video on the hour every hour but not compared to like say when d12 dropped the track and it was like every half hour you could guarantee that they'll play that music video at least two times so that for me is how i got more acquainted with godsmack was their involvement with the wwe like so many bands we discovered throughout this podcast um but for me they only did one fucking great song And that great song happened to be for a movie soundtrack. So
1: Yeah, but to even be in the running to be potentially listened to to maybe appear in a movie, you still have to be pretty successful. Or you have to have an agent or a publicist or someone behind you that's pushing. A label is like, we actually think this band can do something. So they saw something in Godsmack that fucked if I know what it was that there was worth pushing out. And then WWE were like, yeah, cool. Or the Scorpion King were like, yeah, because they could have picked from millions of dog shit bands and they picked this dog shit band, which I do not understand. And I think, I think I, st- I, I do agree. I stand alone. It's kind of catchy and it's memorable, but like, yeah, I, I don't enjoy this band, but maybe it's also, you know, sometimes when you, you meet someone and off the bat, they look quite attractive and then you get to know them and then they, they reveal that they're very mean and nasty. And then you're just like, I can't believe I ever thought you were attractive. That's how I feel about Godsmack because I started with Smack This, that documentary that put, put them in such a, a horrible light. The way they spoke to each other, the way they spoke to their crew, the way they treated women, what they thought was funny. That I'm like, I don't even give a fuck what music you make. You are gross. And would it surprise you that Sully recorded vocals with his shirt off?
0: No, that wouldn't. That wouldn't. I mean, th- this is coming from a band that their album after this one, the album cover was, "Hey man, we're just a bunch of dudes that are looking dirty as, just you know, <laughs> posing for our CD cover." You know, like fucking how like Metallica did it with Garage Incorporated yes. twice. You, we we don't need that. Maybe maybe there is a bit of heavy kind of, uh, inspiration drawn from Metallica, if if not just from the vocals, but maybe unfortunately no one told them that there was a Metallica with Cliff Burton and they went with, Oh yeah, we'll just go nineties Metallica. Yeah. that will be pretty good. eh?" like, no, it's, it's bad. Yeah. It's really bad. And, um, even if I did enjoy any aspects of this album, which I did not, uh, think me telling you that the cover put me off, uh, says it all you describing that documentary and the kind of frat boy douchebaggery that goes along with it, like, nah, you know, it's it's not even a kind of like good band, bad attitude situation. It's just a kind of mediocre band, even fucking worse attitude that they've got towards people. So yeah, yeah I'm kind of glad that I, I glossed over them when they first came out, but I was just intrigued about the fact that, Uh, Again, I knew so many females that were into this band. Dudes didn't give a fuck, so maybe the dudes I was with were more progressive towards the idea of how to treat a female than the females realized how they wanted to be treated by Godsmack. But I can't say that. I've got no agency. Uh, I'm not a woman. But, you know, any females out there want to come and uh, email us or hit us up on social media, even once we're done, um, our lines are going to be open. Why the fuck did you like Godsmack? Yeah, that's Why a good the how did you like but Godsmack? But it wasn't just how they treated
1: women. So the way they got their name, like, it's an Alice in Chains song. Yeah. But uh, Sully's like, no, 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 it's not. Here's, here's what his story is. I was making fun of our drummer at the time who had a cold sore on his lip. And the next day I had some- one myself and somebody said, ha, it's a Godsmack. And the name stuck. So, hey, I made fun of this dude who had something he couldn't do much about. And then it happened to me. It's like, oh, so you're just making fun of your friends like that. It's hell yeah. Fucking get yourself a friend who makes fun of you when you're vulnerable. That's what you want in this relationship. And also just to meet you like Alice in Chains, just to meet you like 90s Metallica, because he even does the Hetfields Yeah, The amount of years on this album is fucking insane. And some, someone should go through and just chop out every single year from this album. It'll go for like nine minutes.
0: I forgot, only a fucking idiot would do that, let's be fair. Well, I'm that fucking
1: idiot, idiot. <laughs> well, I'm that fucking idiot. Yeah, I had to go and listen to every millisecond of God smacking and then clip every time Sully says, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I'm that fucking idiot, idiot. I'm always that fucking idiot. Clipping up into songs that no one else wants to hear oh, Or yeah, wants to hear yeah,
0: or yeah, wants to hear Oh yeah It yeah. 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 yeah.
1: it's a matter of tune, a tune To annoy my boy Sergeant Stavros Back to you in the studio, yeah Shout out to listener Matt who said he had that song in his head Stuck at work, fuck yeah So here is Every year from Godsmack's album <laughs> laying on top of each other. Yeah. is a lot of years
0: it's almost like he thinks that if he says yeah a lot of the time that he's gonna channel that jim morrison vibe yeah that's the that's the thing i just get from from watching them perform was just oh you know i just get real kind of like neo-psychedelic kind of we want to be a bit like the doors and like you know shamanic in our approach and it's fucking contrived. It's contrived as that fucking tear tattoo underneath Sully's eye, or whatever it is. You know, it's. If you like Godsmack, good for you. Um, but from from this vantage point, why? I've never been why so happy to
1: it? take a lead singer's advice. Every time he's like, "Get away, stay away from him." Like, yeah, no, no problem, Sully. Happy to stay the fuck away. Like Moon Baby. There are some parts in Moon Baby, the opening track, I thought were pretty good, but then they do that fucking thing that I hate. Which is that terrible tempo change That's done really clunkily Have a listen Like this one That's okay yeah That was two years by the way This part
0: It just felt like every band did that around this point in time. Maybe, maybe this was a case of there was so much going on in terms of music that I thankfully glossed over Godsmack because there were more important things going on, you know, like Deftones doing White Pony and this self-titled album, like a whole bunch of Slipknot. You know, even bits of like you know Chocolate Starfish with Limp Biscuit, you know, so. It wasn't so much that I wasn't aware of who Godsmack were. It was just, I didn't care until, you know, I stand alone from the Scorpion King soundtrack came in. Not a fan. What a way, what a way to end this, you know, legendary podcast, you know. I absolutely was not a fan.
1: Yeah man But the one thing I thought was interesting That a lot of other bands were doing at that time as well They did a secret track And it's called Voodoo And this is how it starts
0: I'm not the one who's so far away I think that's the
1: shamanic thing you're talking about Yeah That's that's exactly the shamanic thing And I thought That sounds like Nick Cave Have a listen I'm not the one who's so
0: far away when I feel the snake bite enter my veins. Never did I wanna be here again, and I don't remember why I came. can't deny the facts, can you?
1: Man, I can't. Oh, shit. Sorry. Can you just hold on for one sec, man?
0: Yeah, yeah, hold it's on. just a That's knock cool at the man. door. Hold up.
1: Fuck. Hello? Yeah. Um, yeah, he is. I'll, I'll get him. Hold up. Um, Psycho Psychonaut? Yeah. There's someone here for you.
0: Okay, right. Hold on a minute. How can I help you? What do you mean, a press conference? Right, let me just talk. Riggs, do you know anything about this press conference? No. Why? Well, what am I meant to do? Hold on, right. Let, let me just step outside and have a chat with this person for a minute. Don't shut the door on me, okay? All right. Okay, let's sort this out. God, fucking... Ugh. I knew this day would come and bite me in the arse. Who? Who the hell would get involved with a place called Gobshite Industries? Any Jesus? What? Oh, listen. Okay, right. Compose yourself, Benjamin. Compose yourself. Well, let's go face the media. Onwards. Okay, guys, guys and girls, uh, non-binary. I'm not really good at public speaking. Um, don't let the uh, podcast. Uh, let you think otherwise, but look, I'm here on behalf of Riggs to uh, answer questions. Uh, I do have a prepared statement, though uh, I would like to read first. Fuck Riggs. This is the reason why I no longer want to do a podcast with him anymore. I, for the fact of the matter, have had no real indication where the money has come from, where the money has gone, and my links to Gobshite Industries are tenuous at best, so my lawyers have told me. Does this sound like I am throwing Riggs under the bus? You betcha. Any questions, please? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over here, over here. John Gregory, uh, ChatGPT. Um, is it true that Riggs has used the money in order to fund his burgeoning hip hop career? Could you clarify that for us, please? Listen, I have no idea what Riggs is up to in terms of his hip-hop career. Um, that's probably a question best served for him and his producer, Dr. Drums. Uh, so, unfortunately, um, I won't be able to answer that at this stage. Uh, any other questions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, John. Um, vs. Sausage News. Uh, I'm just curious as to... Uh, whether you were aware that the uh, police stop sign guitar straps had been used for auto erotic purposes? Listen, I, in fairness to Gobshite Industries, I don't think any of us were aware that those are uh, police stop sign stop sign guitar straps, sorry, uh, would be used for auto erotic asphyxiation. You know, um. I know that the police department themselves are grateful, though, that they have been used for that way. Not because they are happy that people have off themselves through autoerotic asphyxiation, but the fact that they themselves do not have to use their own police stop, do not pass tape, um, and saving them money. So, you know, huh? Silver lining in that cloud, I guess. Next question. Come oh here. yeah, uh, Van Dingle Dangle, uh, Frozen Food Monthly. Uh, I'm just curious as to the fact of uh, uh, Riggs and Dr. Drums. uh, Have you ever seen them in the same room at the same time? Uh, I can assure you that Dr. Drums is an actual person. In fact, um, full disclosure, now that this podcast is coming to the end, re-my retirement and resignation at the start of this press conference... um, Yeah, I would like to announce that I am now in an amorous relationship with Dr. Drums and also with uh, Vandalay. He's just going by Vandalay now. Sorry, they are just going by Vandalay now. So, yes, Dr. Drums and Riggs are different people completely, um, as I would rather fuck Dr. Drums than Riggs. Next question, please. (laughs) Uh, sorry sorry my friend could you speak up a little bit please i didn't quite catch that oh sorry uh john edwards muffled man at the back quarterly uh what does this m- entail for the uh tom Waits acting school um is Tom Waits involved in this financial drama? I can categorically state that Tom Waits in no way, shape or form has any involvement in gobshite industries, let alone this podcast. And to break the fourth wall for a minute, if you are listening, Tom Waits lawyers, please do not sue us. I have enough on my hands with gobshite industries. Um, I'll take one more question. One more question. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Uh, Bubba Gump, uh, Shrimpin' by Annually... Uh, I just want to know, what are you going to do next? That's a very good question. What am I, Psychonaut, going to do next? Hmm. What What am I going going to to do? do? I got all this free time on my hands now. Riggs is going ahead and doing a hip-hop career. Still got Josh to talk wrestling with. I don't know what I'm gonna do with all this time on my hands now that your death trip has finished. What am I to do? I'm like a fish without a bowl. I'm like a fisherman without a pole. That might not be the slickest lyric that you hear today but this is all me freestyling because i'm gonna show reese that i am still styling and profiling it's a creative man without his needs without his tips i know that i revealed his full name but it's a shame it's the last podcast and that's how i'm running this game
1: (laughs) hey man what happened who was that
0: Don't worry about it, Riggs. You're good. Oh. I can't stay angry at you.
1: Oh, cool, man. Well, hope, hope everything's all right. Hey, remember? Do you remember last week when this happened? Did you mentioned the King of Rock. What about the Kid of Rock <laughs> and Kid Rock's song, oh, Legs? Write. So write. Oh. <laughs> oh <laughs> i originally had another grab and then i kept listening to the song i was like there's a turntable solo holy shit so i put that in are we meant to be impressed by turntables like it's is it that hard i feel like it's quite easy to do to do that i reckon i could do that pretty easily i know it's like one of those like philistine things where it's like oh the good ones are great but i think i feel like anyone i could do that okay Do it. Oh, shit. All right, next episode, (laughs) final episode, I will do it. I will try and scratch legitimately.
0: That's alienated probably half of us. I have walked into this, haven't
1: I? So while you were out there doing whatever the fuck you were doing, I've been doing some scratching. So on the WWF Forceball entry episode, I said, like, are we meant to be impressed by scratching? Now, I know it's one of those things where it's like to do it really well is very, very tricky, and people are very good at that. But I just reckon the base level sort of entry-level stuff, it's pretty similar to the really good stuff, like to my untrained ears. So I'm going to give it a go. I've got my Newmark DJ2Go2 Touch that I bought from Amazon. Got to support your boy, Jeff Bezos. You know, he's doing it tough. He's only been to space, what, once this year? So yeah, support your boy. and I've got Serato Lite, um, sorry, Serato DJ Light, And my plan is that I'm going to have a backing track which will be, I think I'll do Bush's Glycerine Karaoke that I downloaded from YouTube very legally. So I'll have this in the background. And then I will have, like, over top of that, I will have, like, what most of the scratch masters, the mix masters use taproots, one night stand. So it'll sound something like this. <laughs> and then I'll just scratch like this. And I think by putting them over top of each other, it'll sound pretty good. All right, let me give it a go. I'm doing it. (laughs) It's pretty fun. Uh, I'm gonna go psycho. Here we go. Let's do this. Dropping plates on your ass. That's good. Honestly, tell me this is any worse than any other scratching you've ever heard. There's
0: Point much proven. Work was not worse it was better oh as nah, good as. I, I beg to differ i absolutely beg to differ let's not let's not end the podcast on a beef man like let's let's just <laughs> let's okay. not okay okay well, let's not turn this into a fucking corn limp biscuit crossover let's just leave it at that
1: man well hear me hear me on this one though for a first go that wasn't bad so if I did three okay, more practices, for a I first, would be as good as Kid Rock's guy. guy.
0: What, Uncle Cracker? Yes. I would be you as good as Uncle Cracker. Be... Alright, um, I'm going to ask Google to set a timer for <laughs> six months' time, and I want to hear in six months' time, as I'm sure everyone else that has followed this for 100 episodes would want to, um, put your money where your mouth is. Speaking of money and mouths, what are, is there a medley of games? You've got me doing a triathlon of games for the last episode. Is that true?
1: That is absolutely true. We are bringing back the favorite games. So there are three rounds, okay? So we've got the very popular Thesaurus Rock. We've got the incredibly engaging Soundhound Singing, where I'm going to sing some songs, you're going to sing some songs. And we've also got three young children. Describing the covers of albums So I reckon we start with that What do you reckon?
0: I, I, I'm into it So for one last time Riggs Would you please be kind to hit the click
1: <laughs> Okay so I can First one We've got Kennedy um, Describing an album A dog with a Yellow ball On its nose
0: Snot get some how did you get that so quickly? Because I I really do like that Snot album. Uh, It's fantastic. And I'm glad that the Straight Up episode was one of the most listened to episodes we had. Because, God, that band's fucking underrated. I'm glad that we gave it a bit of a platform once again. But yeah, it's Get Some by Snot. Because it's Dobbs on the front cover. With a tennis ball on his nose. It says Snot.
1: Correct. Well done. Well, Kendi's done another one for us.
0: A blonde-haired
1: girl with a red dress. And in the background, a very black tree with a lot of men. And
0: over to the side, some muffins and some leaves. Some muffins and some leaves?
1: They're not exactly muffins. But you could see why they would think it's muffins or cookies.
0: I mean, immediately in my head, the first thing I'm thinking of is Funeral for a Friend's casually, dre- casually dressed and ready for conversation, but I don't think you would you would pull that out so soon after the podcast, so... I would not. Red, blonde hair. No, I'm going to go with Funeral for a Friend. I'm sorry, Ah, what was it's it? It's No Doubt. Oh, No Doubt.
1: Tragic. I understand.
0: I understand where that person was coming from regarding the muffins. You know, those oranges with the holes in them, they do look like muffins top-down chocolate chip ones. Correct.
1: Yes, you can see why she thought that. That's a
0: very good summary. That you know, I would don't let me thinking esoterically about it put you off the fact that 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 child there accurately described the, uh, no doubt.
1: Thank you so much, Kendi. But we've got Alex now. Alex has got two
0: albums for you, Psychonaut. You ready? All right, Alex. What you got for me, Alex? Let's go. A man on a bike, smoke, the floor looks like it's rained near a house.
1: So a man on a bike and it looks like it's rained. That should be enough for you.
0: A man on a bike. And
1: it looks like and
0: it's raining it looks rain. like it's rained. Yeah. Now, when they say bike, do they mean motorbike or bicycle? They mean motorbike. Man on a bike, and it looks like it's been raining. Yes.
1: Rain being a very key word.
0: Uh, I'm going to have to give this one a pass, I'm afraid.
1: You're going to kick yourself, Psychonaut.
0: It's not Wisconsin Death Trip, is it? I'm no. sorry!
1: No, it's Prince's oh. Purple Rain.
0: I didn't. I thought we were doing new metal tracks, or I thought we were doing things. That's a bit left field. Oh, sorry, yeah, man. that one's on me. That one's. on I me. I picked
1: albums that were kid friendly and that not a new metal albums. Yeah, that.
0: because Princess Purple Rain is kids friendly. <laughs> yeah, fair enough,
1: man. <laughs> My bad. Yeah. So think, think just that general albums now. All right.
0: No, that's cool. That again, very accurate, very good summary there. That that another one that's on me. Alex, round two.
1: Four llamas, five men five, five llamas and four men, trees, dirt, and some pieces of wood. Five men and five llamas and some trees and some pieces of wood. But it's the five men and the five llamas that, or, or maybe they're deer.
0: Five men and five
1: llamas. <laughs> it is the furthest album you can probably get from New Metal.
0: Five men, five llamas. I, I can't. It's the llamas that's yeah, throwing no, no, me no. off.
1: Don't think about llamas. Think about, like, deer. Think about just men feeding certain animals. Think about men feeding... I know you usually do, but think about them even harder right now. Oh,
0: Beach Boys. Pet Sounds. Yeah, yeah! Ah my lord I've not seen that album cover in ages There it is I don't know why in my head I thought Pet Sounds was just a picture of the beachfront but Nah man That's a very child friendly one Yeah I'm trying to
1: pick child friendly ones because we've got Ruby up next and she's got two albums for you before we move on to round two Come on Ruby let's do this thing
0: I can see people's faces that are silly
1: I see people's faces that are silly.
0: People's faces that are silly.
1: <laughs> yeah, that
0: that is literally what the album cover is. People's faces. Monster Truck Marty would love this. Is it a Blink-182 album? No, it's better. Okay. <laughs> That's better than I'm that. Sorry. I've I've come my mind's completely gone a blank man. No worries man. It uh, was sorry. Some 41s, all killer, no filler. Oh, Jesus Christ. They are pulling silly faces as it well. It is
1: literally just faces being silly. Ruby, you might have stumped him. Let's go with this next yeah, one. Yeah, well done, Rubes I can see someone sitting down with a dog. And and there's fire down there. And I can see fire
0: fire a man sitting with a dog fire and a man sitting with a dog so the
1: fire's under him
0: that that should be a big clue oh it's the little nicky soundtrack isn't it yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes it is well done ruby thank you so much yeah no thanks for it. all of them great descriptors just I don't think I've had enough caffeine in my system yet, so.
1: That's fine, man. Well, let's move on to the next one. Thesaurus Rock.
0: Oh, Hold on, let me just shake it out. This is a triathlon. Right. Alright, so this is where I put in
1: um, a band's name or a song title into a thesaurus, and we go from there, okay? Are you ready? Alright. There's a bunch here. Discharge (laughs)
0: Discharge a few glucose above me. Discharge a few glucose above me hmm Pour some sugar on me. My yeah, yeah. Death Leopard. Alright, there we go. Crowbar Devour Earth. Crowbar Devour Earth. Jimmy Eat World. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hearing Captive. Oh, Audio Slave. Yeah, yeah. God bless you, Chris Cornell. We miss you. Colossal Demise big end.
1: I'm sorry! That's actually a really oh. good answer. It's Megadeth. Oh, God.
0: Megadeth. Bulging Guy Slender. Bulging Guy Slender. Bulging Guy Slender. Fat Boy Slim. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one is a bit tricky, I
1: reckon. Detective Mutt. Noop Dog. Yeah, yeah! <laughs> Detective Mutt. I wager you appear valuable on the boogie deck.
0: I bet you look good on the dance floor. Yeah, yeah!
1: <laughs> Contemporary alignment.
0: New order. Yeah, yeah! There we go. Malady Greenhouse. Malady Greenhouse. Yeah. Melody. M-A-L-A-D-Y.
1: M-E-L-O-D-Y. As in as in. Uh...
0: Oh Melody, the, that's the Aussie accent that's coming out, eh? Oh, Melody. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So Melody Greenhouse.
0: <laughs> melody Greenhouse. <laughs> that's that's sound garden, right? Yeah, yeah! Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Although a greenhouse isn't really a garden. Well, it's a thesaurus. There's many words to choose from. It's words that are... There, no, oh. that, that, that is true. That is You have uh, succinctly described to me what a thesaurus <laughs> is. Thank you. Tom Frivolous and the Cardiac Organ Fracturers. Tom Frivolous.
1: <laughs> and, the and, cardiac, the... and the Cardiac Organ Fracturers.
0: Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers.
1: Yeah! <laughs> yeah! Two more encompassing the pelt
0: around the fur yeah yeah. (laughs) just because i like the i love the word pelt yeah it's really good that's a good word man i think i'd like to start a new metal project just called pelt well that's not bad actually hog mince hoagie hog mince hoagie Hog mince hoagie? Is it a th- I'm guessing it's a the name of a band that's three words.
1: It's not the name of a band.
0: What's another word for hoagie? A sandwich, mate. There you go. Okay, so a hog mince would be what? Like, bacon sandwich? <laughs> oh my god. So, a, a, a pork chop's not mince, right?
1: Yeah, again, it was like the thesaurus <laughs> has really dogged us on this one.
0: But, uh, yeah, I was going to say, it is a dog... Like, a pork chop is definitely not a minced form of meat. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going
1: to spend this last episode arguing about pork chop sandwich. I think we just need to sit back and love that song for what it is, a steaming pile of dog shit that I would rather listen to <laughs> than Godsmack. <laughs>
0: Well you know I haven't trained for this triathlon so I am feeling a little bit out of breath so uh, let me just compose myself a little bit what have we got for the third the third test the triumvirate this is the singing one
1: that people fucking loved where I give you some songs and you've got to sing them into your soundhound
0: app and hopefully it can register Yo, yo, I'm checking out my sound hound. Is this a song that I've just made up? You polish your CDs and dust off the records. Am I? Yes, I am singing or humming. Yeah, I'm working. I'm working. Right, I tell you what. I just, I need it. I need it. oh, sit down. I need to have a bit of a breather. All right. I have three songs for you, Riggs, that I want you to try and get Soundhound to convert. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Yep. I would like you to convince by only using the audible noise coming out of your vocal box for SoundHound to discover only shallow by my bloody valentine what fuck
1: is a tricky one jin um it we couldn't find that one I'm sorry. Ugh. Your song. Right. Is Iris. My song? Yeah, I've got songs for you. Yeah, I know you have. I know you have. Psychonaut, your song is
0: Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls. Do do, doo do, 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 do 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 Oh it's done it Yeah, yeah. There it is
1: Congratulations All right.
0: Riggs You have your next song I would like you to try and find is Greg the Stop Sign by Tizen.
1: Oh great choice I'm, I'm nervous.
0: You'll be all right. I I believe in you. Bop the stop sign.
1: Drag the stop sign. Drag the stop sign.
0: Drag. Ah. I'm sorry. What's it saying? Beverly Hills by Weezer. And I think this is why SoundHound isn't a uh, <laughs> about to say reputable app anyway. Like, already had enough with that fucking press conference you shoved me out the door for. Um, no, unfortunately, it seems that uh, Greg the stop sign wasn't picked up. I, I thought, I thought you did well. Thank I you. I understood it mainly because you sang the actual name of the song. But yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Next one for you is "Murder on the Dance Floor" by Sophie Alice Baxter.
0: What do do to do to do do to do to do to
1: do to do to do to do
0: do 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 Okay. Riggs. All right, what you got? Your last one for me is I would like you to perform the incredible summer classic Window liquor by Aphex Twin. Oh, come on.
1: Can you give me an Eminem song or something?
0: <laughs> no, I think you've done enough Eminem for one <laughs> podcast, man. We still got Eminem to come. Oh, we still got... Yeah, hip hop to come, man. Like, all right, I'll give you another one. Okay, I would okay, like okay. you, <laughs> please, to do. I got fucking knee. whiskey
1: and pre-workout coursing through my veins. I can't do. Yeah, Apex I know. Twin. All
0: right, I, all right. In that case, then, just for you, could you please do "Key to Gramercy Park" by Sea? You dog. <laughs> you. <laughs> <log>. <laughs> you asked. You've got a choice. You can either go Sea or Apex Twin.
1: You never go full Sea. <laughs> Alright, here we go no, yeah. This is low This is low Um, Alright <laughs> I got the key to the grandma's <laughs> park <laughs> We're a Apologies to my wife in the next room We couldn't find that one <laughs> But it sounds like a piece of shit
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> Doesn't want to find it. Just... Yeah, yeah, it's like I know what you're singing. What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Walking up to the DJ booth, and saying to the DJ, Oh yeah, could you play some dancey?" Like, oh no, sorry, mate. I don't don't have it with me today. You do have it with you. It's just hidden way at the back, you know.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um, my favorite put down I ever heard a DJ say was someone went up and said, "Could you play a song for me, please?" And he went, "Do I look like a fucking jukebox? Get out my face."
1: Okay, now I will never in this life go up to a DJ and request Deadzy. I'll never request Deadzy. Uh.
0: Well, you know, next time you come to the UK, we'll go to a nightclub and I will walk up to the <laughs> DJ booth and I'll ask him. Listen, it's uh, my friend Riggs. He's, uh, he's he's not got long on this world, so I'm just taking him out to uh, you know give give him a bit of a a respite from you know everything that he's going through, and uh, you know I, if you, if you, if you could. Could you play the key to Gramercy Park for Dead Sea, please? Because, you know, at your funeral, if, if I somehow managed to outlive you, I will be stood there with a stereo box over your grave <laughs> with key to Gramercy Park. And I'd be like, R- you know, Riggs would have liked it this way. He would have wanted it this way. Pissed off at what's happening.
1: <laughs> Fuming from beyond the grave.
0: I'd be absolutely getting fucking poltergeist because, you know, I'd have constructed the house over the grave of Deadsy. I see Deadsy people. I see Deadsy people. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Psychonaut, the last song you're gonna sing, and I've done this before on Soundhound, so don't sing the verse, sing the chorus for Linkin Park's In The End.
0: So I've gotta do the chorus? Yeah, it doesn't work for the verse. Oh, no, I reckon I'm gonna try the verse. Fuck it, man. (laughs) Fucking all right. It starts with one, one thing. thing. I don't know why. It doesn't even matter how hard you try. Keep that in mind. Uh, Time is a valuable thing. Oh, no. Sorry, no results found. I'm sorry. I... In, the oh, end, so I cannot... but in the end, Psychonaut, it did matter. I tried so hard. Ho- I tried so hard and got so far. And the end, end, it doesn't, doesn't even matter. matter. I put my trust <laughs> in you. Push Come on, I the fucking jungle. sung this song. Oh yeah, there it is. But uh, you know, Johnny yeah! Big Bollocks over here thought he could do the verse. So. <laughs> yeah, I tried to help you, man. But man, that brings us to the end of the
1: game. Where I think over the hundred episodes, you've proven to be a fucking Maniac who has an encyclopedic knowledge, to quote our good friend Conneria, who claims his knob isn't too big for his foreskin, that you have an encyclopedic knowledge of shit. Uh, (laughs) Of just random assortments of pop culture. Uh,
0: That is what I will definitely have etched on my grave. Yeah! When that guy gets fucking thrown into it alive as well.
1: Man, well, that brings us to the end. It's time to get a bit sentimental. A huge shout out to everyone who who's ever listened or engaged. Like, we've le- legitimately made some good friends out of this. We've gotten messages from people yeah. all around the world. Like, there's some people who in Europe who write, after a lot of episodes, long messages and, you know, put a lot of thought into their emails. And it's been really, really cool to reconnect with some friends, like Airs from Space Goat and... And I've even had like some emails from people in California, which has been really, really good. Coming on my
0: phone, man, 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 no, yeah, yeah, oh, fuck. yeah. Fuck off, Anthony. Oh, my God. No, no. Sorry,
1: man. That's embarrassing. But ultimately, thank you, man. It's been... We, we have built an empire of absolute idiocy. This episode is a testament. There's so many callbacks to just pure insanity, and it's so much fun.
0: Yeah, the... This- It's just the end about your death trip. But probably might not be the end of me and Riggs being uh, on a podcast. Just, I don't know, not as regular. We've got things to do now. Our lives have considerably changed since 2020, you know. Let's think about, I ended up getting a full-time job. We all survived the COVID pandemic together, including the audiences. And um, if you'd have told us, would we make 100 episodes? I think the pair of us at the start would have gone... Oh, I don't know about that, you know. Because that pilot episode we did on Blink-182 was pretty fucking janky at best, right? <laughs> but we've come into our own. And, you know, we've basically discovered that, yeah, we like music, but we like just talking silly shit a lot more. So, it's been fun. I guess there's nothing more to do than to finally tell people that, uh, yeah, we have, uh... Collaborated on something that we said we'd collaborate on for ages. This, ladies and gentlemen, to end with is Batchio strips take on the "All in the Family" by Corn. And enjoy, because fuck, just fuck, <laughs> <laughs> just that man. <laughs>
1: Sup clown, I flip my snare upside down. You deadsy, lover, Gibson to my Glover. Talking over tracks for the death trip. Sims need another 35k, well, just to save us. I'm gonna drop a little Bendigo skill. Write a clap trap rap intro over purple pills. So what you think about that, Mr. Psychonaut doing all you can to buy Kevin Smith's worn jorts.
0: What the hell, Riggs? Why have you got me singing a rough shot cover of a corn song? So I guess that means... That I have more work for this podcast. No, Despite this being our podcast, I'm doing this fast during my lunch break.
1: You, yes. yeah. you and I have made the sponsors so rich, like tool count in the Fibonacci sequence. Yo, that's bitch. Up here, oh, yeah, 75 bucks Nazi. to suck down that's your own piss inside right. your two road runner and go out like Will Smith on stage. Turn the page, The memory remains. Show me a Metallica song where we'll Lars oh, yeah, ain't playing out of phase. What? Rage splash with backwards red cap out in the burbs, smoking herbs and dropping plates like that dude from Stood.
0: Check you out, Riggs. You're spitting some lines made. They're so fine, even designed by a total dog ride prick. Not a mean it, but for the purposes of this, this tracks track. I'll eat you whole like a breeze snack mm, yum, and yum, send the clap yum, back. Yum. You're not MM, you bend go ass hack. Oh!
1: Is it, is it from Billy dreams or is it Socrates? Okay,
0: so... Okay. I remember when bands didn't have to wear a boiler suits, they'd wear leather. It's nothing <laughs> more manly than wearing tight leather. You put Because I've just done a bunch of indie Get
1: psycho, I wanna get psycho. Get psycho, I wanna 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 wanna.
0: Fuck man, put it down. And just go to get a desk job man it's not for you hope the song chuck some free worker and run hard i promise you some Trivial. We don't down for the common cold Provide hospitalizations A low
1: in the NHS They said we're saying the pressure There are no grounds for sacrifice John Adol like Tapping the symbols In the quiet parts of his soul <laughs> I'm just gonna say it This would have been a different story If you had a picture colour and the shape Cause I'm sticking with my boys And I'm going cold 13 ways To bleed on stage I think i to stick brain <laughs> I think my nuts get dragged on the asphalt <laughs>
0: I'm certain that very recently I saw a link for one of those satire websites about this. the crazy drama's death, actually. over oh, another one that we've lost the fence in the afraid of <laughs> Friday. <laughs> 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 I know how much the American drum sounds from St. Anger. It was the best talking part of the whole album. How about that sound on You should of our jump home
1: chatted last night, but I, I wanna do it again and there's this new function. Whoa, whoa, how
0: was download? <laughs> oh you know like Lars Orit didn't turn up, so Joey Jordison drummed for him and uh fucking Will Smith Will Smith Will Smith pulled a goat seat. Oh wicked, you know. And it's
1: Steve Hall. You know I eat them all day Put them down in my throat And
0: I chomp them away Every second <laughs> <morning>. he squished <laughs> drums <laughs> I love <see> the face Drums Drums <laughs> <laughs> Oh god I really wish I could take a screen grab <laughs> of that
1: face hear? A piece of shine For the drummer he did hit That small symbol That really adds nothing to a song at all He hit the splash Hit the little splash. I
0: said, I will be 100% oh, stuck oh. on that corner.
1: One chop One chop the Fuck yeah, bro. Drink your piss. Drink your piss. <laughs> <laughs> Get us the fucking